0: Get it now? It's time to sit and relax. Get your mind blown away. Ain't no skipping a track Have you paid more attention? No listening gap. Get everything I ever wanted. No giving it back. Yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up, everybody? Hardest part of the ring. And we got a special apron bump for you guys. Just wanted to pop in here real quick before uh, the show really gets underway to kind of set the scene here a little bit. This week is a special YouTube episode. Uh, you might be thinking, well hardest part of the ring? I'm not on YouTube right now, I'm listening to you on on Podcuck or whatever platform you use. Yeah, yeah you're probably saying that to yourself, right? Well, you got me there. But if you follow me, if you follow me on social media, which if you're not at this point, what the fuck are you even doing? Do do you hate me? Gotta sound like my fiance right now. Do you hate me? Um, but yes, if you would have, <laughs> if you follow me on social media, you would have known that I went live last Tuesday on YouTube, first time ever, and I think it went pretty well. And we did a, a little tier list. Tier list. No, I did not cry onto my onto my groceries. <laughs> That's just some fun, some fun word humor there. No, a tier T I E R list. What kind of list do you say? A tier list of WWF pay-per-views from 2001. That's right, ranked. Each and every, except the UK because nobody likes them. Each and every pay-per-view from 2001 that WWF put on. And it was a good time. Had uh, some good engagement from the chat as well. And we'll definitely do more of these in the future. So if you want to know when they are happening, uh, follow me on social media if you aren't already. And more importantly, follow me on YouTube. Give me a little subscribe-ski. Hit the notification bell, all that shit. And link is in the description for my YouTube channel, if you're not aware. YouTube.com backslash C backslash apron bump. Go check it out. And uh, yeah, like I said, I'm going to be doing more of these kind of things in the future, especially when I finish out a year in this podcast. As you know, I go chronologically through several different timelines. And uh, we'll be doing more stuff like this in the future. So keep an eye out for that. Subscribe, follow me everywhere so you know. And uh, But yeah, I wanted to put out the audio version for you guys because I do think it can stand on its own. But there are definitely some visual elements uh, from the episode that uh, are definitely valuable and are definitely worth watching. And it was a fun time. So go check it out on YouTube or just keep listening here whatever whatever tickles your pickle i guess um but if you do if you do just listen to this all i ask is you go to the video you give it a like maybe maybe even leave a comment if you disagree do you disagree with any of the uh the rankings that i put out there leave a comment on the video and uh like i said give me a like give me a kiss on the cheek slap your mom on the ass and uh yeah let's get to it are we live oh man what's up everybody it's your boy hardest part of the ring very special apron bump first ever live episode little change in schedule from what i plan on doing this week so i figure we'll do something a little fun um yeah, get a little live ski because, uh, you know, normally you get uh, you get post produced hardest part of the ring, but now, uh, oh, you're getting uh, uncut. Um, but yes, thank you, uh, for anybody that comes through the chat. I see uh, Fretz is here. What's up, buddy? Um, anybody that comes through the chat or anybody that watches after the fact, um, I'll probably put the audio version out. Hopefully, it's. <laughs> Uh, good enough for audio only but uh yeah man so we're here we're queer we got a 2001 WWF tier list that we'll be doing today um but if you're watching this if you had just so happened to stumble upon the hardest part of the ring the apron bump podcast I uh do retro. Pay per view wrestling event reviews spanning, uh, what, four different decades? Uh, how many timelines do I got going around? Like seven or eight different timelines from, you know, mid 90s WWF, WCW, ECW. Got the golden eras of Ring of Honor, TNA, Progress. Um, and then what we got here today, Attitude Era. I guess Attitude Era. I don't know if. What, what, is, what does everybody consider this era? Of, of WWF because it's not Attitude Era it's for sure not Attitude Era because like in my in my opinion that ended at Wrestlemania X7 when Stone Cold shook Vince McMahon's hand that's that's when it ended for me um, and you could argue the invasion kind of falls under it but we're done with the invasion in 2001 that's dead and buried man the, the, the Raw after Survivor Series they're like invasion <laughs> I never heard of it stop talking about the invasion but it's a weird period after 2001 but um but point being if uh if that's the kind of stuff you're into as the link down here says apronbump.com for all my full episodes for whatever timeline that you uh you're fancy is tickled by um but yeah man so uh I, I think that's about it right i think we should just get right to it huh huh See, let's, let's see if this works. Um, hold on. I, I got something fun. I got something fun for you guys, right? Blue Skidoo Weekend 2. Ooh. Anyways. That, pr- that probably only made me laugh. But... <laughs> Anyways. um, Yeah, Fretz, I agree. Yeah, going back and watching all those week-to-week stuff is... uh. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a rust. But man, Peacock, man. Hey, Peacock, if you're listening, which I know you are, or WWE or whoever is controlling, whoever is bottlenecking getting these goddamn SmackDown episodes up there on the Peacock. They only got like from 2019 up till now, and it's like, nobody wants to watch that. Give me some goddamn fisting. Fist me, daddy. Fist me with your peacock. I oh, don't know. Sex jokes. But anyways, we have a <laughs> um and yeah super raw was a that was big yikes big yikes um so we got a tier list here i guess it's what it's what all the youtubers are doing right it's what all the kids are doing these days so we got uh s through d i'm assuming is s is s superior i'm assuming that's what i'm gonna go with it whether it is or it isn't um i also have all like the cards up here just for reference just in case i forget um, but once again, I, I have linked in the description my uh, my full reviews of all of these shows that I have listed down here, all of the 2001 WWF pay-per-views, and um, <clears throat> I will mention out the gate that I am not including the UK specific shows, so no Insurrection, no Rebellion, just because it's like it's hard to grade it on that on the same scale. You know they're they're entertaining to they have entertainment value but they're just not you know they're not canon to what's going on on tv so i, I can't really compare them against other pay-per-views um but if you're interested um i did do a rebellion 2001 watch along with the boys at get show podcast and i'll i don't think i linked it but i'll, I'll probably link it after the fact um, but it's on my YouTube somewhere. It was, it was a few months ago. That was it was a fun time doing that. But uh, yeah, so everything, <laughs> everything except the UK pay per views is included, and uh, we'll pretty much go in chronological order, I guess, right? Um, but uh, right off the bat, first of all, just before we even start thinking, because I I've done my best to not try to think about this before i came on here just wanted to have my raw uncut thoughts and stupid logic play out in front of you guys but um but yeah like i said first off see what we got here you see this little doodad we got here boom easy doesn't even we don't even need to think about it right wrestlemania 2001, WrestleMania 17, WrestleMania X7, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's, it's S. If, if, if I had every pay-per-view that's ever played out in the history of wrestling, WrestleMania X7 would be at the top. It's my personal favorite wrestling show that's ever occurred. And, uh, why is that? Well, you can argue that's you know, cause 2001 is, uh, what was I, eight years old at this time? This is like peak wrestling. That's like the peak age to watch wrestling because you're old enough to kind of understand the storylines and everything that's happening, but you're still slightly naive to the background kind of stuff, especially in 2001 with the social media wasn't a thing and internet was in its earlier stages. So we didn't have that kind of peak behind the curtain, as they say. Um, so it was all magic and it was all it was all it was amazing to watch and that applies for all of these pay-per-views here but wrestlemania in in particular it's just top to bottom almost the perfect show because you have you had something for everybody on that show right i mean obviously you cap it off with rock versus austin which was a um I mean, it, it encapsulated the whole generation of wrestling. The, the, the Arguably the biggest era of wrestling. And these two guys were at the top of it. And you close the show with those guys for the main title in a feud that was organically built over several, really, years. Because, you know, you had Rock. You had Austin come in, become a huge star. Organically, crowd loved them. He got so over, he pretty much saved the WWF from losing the Monday Night Wars. And then he he's on top of the world, he's on fire, he goes down due to injury. The Rock pretty much takes that ball and runs with it and takes it even higher. And then Austin, after a year, a little more than a year, comes back and now you have this just organic clash of these two people that have just been torchbearers for the company. Two people that are loved by the, the the fans more than anybody has ever been, and now it's like the you know the fucking cliche shit, the immovable object, unstoppable, unstoppable force. Nobody knew what was gonna happen, and uh, two charismatic guys. The build was great, other than the weird Deborah shit that they eventually uh, just pretended didn't happen. But we won't talk about that either. Um, so yeah, just a, a great build up. A great match the the finish to the show what people have problems with but it was it was insane and it was memorable if nothing else but then the rest of the show you know if you if you like technical wrestling you got Benoit versus Angle you got you got Eddie versus Test you got um, Jericho versus Regal if you if you like car crashes you got the TLC match which is my favorite match of all time You got the hardcore match, which gave us hilarious, like, the golf cart spot with Raven and people getting thrown through walls and windows and shit. If you want, uh, you know, soap opera stuff, you have the McMahons, like Shane McMahon versus Vince McMahon. In your head, on paper, that's like, why is this happening? This is going to be the drizzling shits. But it was incredible, and it gave probably the biggest pop of the night when Linda McMahon sat up out of her wheelchair. So, and you have China versus Ivory, too, which, come on, we're like, women's wrestling wasn't a thing in 2001. We all understand it. But as far as the times go, it didn't really get better than that. Because you had China, who was one of the most overacts in the entire company. You had Right to Censor, who was a group that was probably the most despised group in the company. So, it, it was just. They made chicken salad out of chicken shit, right? It was a squash match, but it was it was fun. And it was a culmination of a month-long feud. So, to recap, you have car crashes. You have technical wrestling. You have soap opera. You have women. You have men. You have tag teams. You have, you know, a big, small... You have the gimmick battle royal. We have fucking Iron Sheik, who's probably still walking to the ring as we speak. Duke the Dumpster Drozzy, like... The dumpster being involved makes makes this show S tier in my opinion. So I won't, you know, get hopefully get too long winded on each of these shows. But WrestleMania is just it top to bottom had something for everybody, and and every piece of the buffet was fantastic. Um, so that's an easy S. Yes. I ha- I have to establish this before I can grade anything else because that that's obviously going to be on top, and we'll kind of go through each one chronologically. Um. With that as our foundation, I guess. So, starting off with Royal Rumble is uh, where'd my fucking mouse go? Did my mouse just die? Hold on. Technical difficulties. Because asshole wants to use a wireless mic. Let me plug this daddy in. All right. Back, here we go. All right. Royal Rumble, 2001. Probably, so 2001, I'm, I'm probably going to say this a lot, right? 2001 is my favorite year of wrestling. Again, it's maybe the age I was at the time, but it's also a tremendous year for the WWF. Great business for the company, and it was just a fun time all around for fans. Royal Rumble, probably my favorite Royal Rumble of all time. And, uh you know, I, I don't want to... <laughs> be like too hyperbolic and saying that everything's my favorite of all time but like 2001 was that good 2000, so Royal Rumble right I don't know if I can I don't know if it was as I, I can't put it on the same level as Wrestlemania I don't think if we were just doing a tier list on Royal Rumbles 2001 would definitely be S tier Um, I'm inclined to go A because you know <clears throat> the Rumble match itself was great, right? Definitely my favorite Rumble match of all time, for sure, because you had all the different segments, right? You had the beginning with, like, the Hardys facing each other and Drew Carey coming in. Then you have Kane wrecking shop. You have the hardcore elements involved in the middle. Then you have a Rock coming in towards, like, number 17 or something. And then towards the end, you have all the big players. Yeah, exactly. Al Snow, Al Snow brought in the bowling ball. Like, man, that should be S now that I'm thinking about it. Um Kane <laughs> it just in my head I'll never forget Kane taking the trash can lid and just smashing Grandmaster Sexe and fucking knocking him over the top. It was just so many great elements to this match. And you have Stone Cold coming in towards the end and Haku for some reason. But the Rumble match was great. Um low key a really good match also. I think it was the opening match. And I have all the cards pulled up just for reference, just in case I need some help here. But um Credit to cagematch.net, by the way, for all these cards. This opening tag match here, Edge and Christian versus the Dudley boys. Now, this match doesn't get talked about a lot. Because of all the, obviously, we have the TLC match in a matter of months after this. And then we have all, like, the steel cage matches and the tables matches between the Dudleys and the Hardys and Edge and Christian and all that stuff. All these shenanigans. So we have this just kind of a plain Jane tag match here in the opening. But go watch it. It is the best, like, it couldn't have been more than, like, 10 minutes. It is the best opening tag match you'll probably ever see for a WWF-E pay-per-view. Just so good. Both the teams were so good. And um, I remember watching it. I was like, man, why does this match not get talked about enough? You know, I'm not going to say it was five stars because, like I said, it was just a quick opening match. But it was just executed so perfectly. And then uh, this ladder match. Oh, come on, man. Come on. Fuck, I forgot this match happened on this show. I'm glad I have these cards up. Probably my favorite ladder match of all time. Now that I'm... If we're just talking ladder match. Just, you know, one-on-one ladder match, right? Chris Benoit versus Jericho. God, that was an awesome ladder match. Man, I'm almost inclined to switch to S here. Ivory versus China. That was the weird spot where China got injured. Uh, Kurt Angle versus Triple H was not that great. Um, man but everything else was pretty solid uh, man I almost wanna you know what I think that ladder match might tilt me a little bit I think due to the, the ladder match because I, I totally forgot it was on this show my favorite ladder match of all time my favorite Royal Rumble match of all time and then you have great stuff like the tag team match in the beginning shit I guess I have to go S on this one uh, Royal Rumble is fantastic Fantastic. I remember just burning my VHS that I had that recorded on as a kid. Um, No Way Out. Um, I remember not loving this show. Um, I'm trying to even think. All right, we're done with Rumble. Hopefully I don't have any of my porn tabs up here. Um, Raven versus Big Show. This Intercontinental 4-Way was pretty good. But it was kind of, it didn't really have a a storyline. I don't remember it having a lot of heat to it. Um, Trish versus Stephanie was better than it had any right being, but it was still Trish versus Stephanie. The Three Stages of Hell match. I watched this recently, and it was not as good as I remember. It was just like, like, it it, it was very, because Steve Austin is very notorious for calling stuff in the ring like front to back. And this mat it just felt sloppy. It didn't feel like there was any cohesion to it. Like it w- it didn't match the build that it had. It uh it did not match the uh cuz this is like another thing that was like over a year of build should have been awesome, but it just it just wasn't that awesome. It was okay, but I didn't love it. And then the whole thing with the yeah, the thing with the cat, it was this uh I think she got fired like either like a week after this or two weeks after this. So this was all irrelevant here. I remember this, this triple threat tag team title match, not being very good. This is the period where undertaker really didn't give a shit. Um, it felt like if I remember correctly, I I think this, this triple threat tag team match, was pretty much just Kane and undertaker squashing these guys. And then like, I don't even remember who won, but it was one of the other teams ended up winning out of nowhere. And then the t- the main event was fine. Um, it had a weird like run in from Big Show that didn't make any sense. Didn't a- affect the match at all. Um, it was it was it was a, it was a pretty good match. I'm not gonna. I don't want to shit on the match. But overall, this show. I'm probably gonna. I might put it at C. I might change it based on the other shows that slide in here. <coughs> But right now, I'm, I'm inclined to put it at sea. Um, and then we have WrestleMania, like we talked about. Then we have Backlash. I really liked Backlash. I When I think of this show, first of all, I think we all think of the, the winner-take-all main event between uh, all, the two-man power trip, Austin and Triple H versus Taker and Kane, which was fun, right? It was fun. Um, but I don't think it was near the best match of the show because I, I remember loving the hardcore match between um, Raven and Rhino. My favorite Rhino... Exactly, Fretz. The the, the gore... Like, that match... I talked about a 10-minute match earlier with Royal Rumble, but if you want a, an amazing sprint of a match, Rhino versus Raven, Backlash 2001 just incredible the best match either of these guys ever had in wwf by a country mile um yeah Chris Benoit versus kurt angle which is another really fun match ultimate submission 30 minutes i believe which say what you want about iron man matches i'm inclined to be like okay it doesn't really matter until the last like five minutes or so but for what it was they did they did a really good job at like because it was submissions only so it had almost like an mma feel to it, which was different than what anybody else on the card was doing, so it, that that really kind of made the, the show as a whole. I think that enhanced it. Um, what else we got on here? We had another triple threat. Oh, no, sorry. This is WrestleMania. I'm a, I'm a doofus. Um, maybe, yeah, now we're on Backlash. I was like, God damn, they had another triple threat for the Hardcore title. Um, <clears throat> the Duchess of Queensberry. Man. I... I love that shit, man. I don't know. I don't know what that says about me, but uh, <laughs> I thought that was this. Oh, that was that was some good shit. The the Duchess of Queensberry rules match between Regal and Jericho. That's just that's a guilty. I don't even. I don't even want to call that a guilty pleasure. That's just a straight up pleasure. Um, you have X Factor on the show. Come on, man. This show was bad at love the last man standing match. And uh, you all probably know this from that crazy spot where uh, Shane McMahon jumped from the tower or the Titan Tron up down to Big Show. Um, so look, at so we have great techni- technical wrestling. We have the shenanigans of the Queensberry match. We have X Factor. We have the hardcore title match, one of the best hardcore title matches of all time. We have uh, the crazy spectacle of Shane McMahon falling 12,000 feet. We have this European title match, which should have been good. And I think technically it was good, but nobody gave a fuck about it because there was no build to it. And then you have the culminating, the huge story with all the titles on the line with the four biggest stars in the company closing it out. I loved Backlash. So for that reason, it's either A or B. I feel like I got to go A. I'm going to go A for this one. Backlash, is definitely a great show to watch, but not on the tier of WrestleMania or Rumble. Judgment Day. I didn't like Judgment Day. Didn't really like Judgment Day at all. Um, Judgment Day, when I think of Judgment Day and what I liked about it, I instantly think of that chain match between Triple H and Kane. Um a really sleeper of a match. It's not a match that I thought was going to be great, but I watched it and it was, it was fucking awesome, man. I mean, this is, this is the, uh, for context, this is actually the night before triple H terraces quad. So, you know, the lot, the story doesn't really apply going forward, but you're watching this and it's like, man, this match is this is one of the better cane matches. Definitely. At least of the year, probably the best cane match of 2001. Um, one of his best of his career, in my opinion. And, um, Undertaker and Stone Cold main evented this show, which was not a good match. Judgment Day, uh, I mean, yeah, Austin and Taker just did not have the chemistry, man. I mean, in none of their matches they've had over the years, none of them have been particularly good. Um, yeah, I agree, Fritz. It's very meh, this show. The two out of three falls match with Angle and Benoit. So this was another three stages of hell style match. Where each fall had a different stipulation. So I think it was it was pinfall, and then the first fall was pinfalls only. The second fall was submissions only, and then the third fall, if necessary, was a ladder match. And it was like, again, it it it's I, I thought it would be better than it played out. Like, ben, you have Benoit and Angle, you don't really need all this gaga, in my opinion. You just have them go out there and fucking wrestle. Like, and the build to it was stupid. You had Benoit stealing Angle's medals and then hiding it in his trunks. And then you have that that image, that surface that I think I tweeted out recently where Kurt Angle is like, peeking inside Benoit's tights. So that was fine, but everything else was kind of horseshit. Um... What else is on the show? Oh, Rikishi, Regal squashing Rikishi in this in the show, which I believe Rikishi was injured, and I think that's why he was squashed by Regal. But it was still like, what, why? Um, or maybe he got sent to OVW or something. Whatever the case may be, Rikishi was taken off TV shortly after this. Um, the triple threat hardcore match was pretty good. I did, I did, or I do remember enjoying it. Rhino's hardcore title run was fucking. I loved it, man right? That he really found his niche with that hardcore title division. Um, you had China versus Lita, which sounds like a fever dream. That doesn't sound like a match that happens, but it did. And it was weird, but it was not the worst thing, you know? I mean, like I said, 2001, you didn't really have women's wrestling. So when you're, <laughs> you take all the 2001 women's matches, you know, China versus Lita probably is up there towards the top, which is, not saying a lot because Trish versus Stephanie from No Way Out is probably also probably top five. Um, let me talk about this chain match here. This this turmoil match. I don't know, Fretz. What did you think about it, man? I, to me, this match kind of plotted along. Especially like, cause so, so towards the end of this turmoil match was awesome. I think it was what, Edge and Christian versus Jericho and Benoit. If it was just that match, it would have been great but he had all the nonsense with APA and the Dudley boys who didn't really have great chemistry. In my opinion, they were just, I remember watching this match and being like, wow, this is just people, Irish whipping people and hitting shoulder blocks. It felt like it was just that for like 15 minutes. And then we had a great match with two competent teams at the end. So it just felt like a lot of wasted time in my opinion. And then we have Austin versus Taker, which I touched on was not that good. Um, yeah judgment day it's other than the chain match and i guess the the angle benoit match not a lot of good yeah x-factor had a good run in the the, yeah x-factor x-factor will boost up any show in my opinion um man it's either c or d I'm i'm questioning it was it as good as no way out or was it worse um, I I would say it's probably on par with No Way Out. I think D is a bit harsh because um, ultimately it's still 2001 and the business is red hot. So the show was, it was it was something. But um, it was it was just it was whatever. It was a whatever show. It wasn't outright bad. So I think I'm gonna give it a C. Uh, King of the Ring, man. I loved King of the Ring. I loved it. I don't even need the card for this one. In fact, you know, the only, like the only thing that wasn't good on this show was the main event. Weirdly was the uh, triple threat match between Austin, Jericho and Benoit. This is still weird circumstances. A lot of bad luck because he had both Benoit and Austin get injured in this match. This was Benoit's last match before he had spinal surgery. I believe it was, um, Austin, This is the show where Booker T debuts. He comes through the crowd, kind of starting off the invasion, I guess, right? Booker T comes through the crowd, takes Austin, gives him like a backdrop through the announce table, and breaks Austin's neck. I believe it's his neck, right? Maybe, is that? Am I being too uh, dramatic about that? But he injures Austin, whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's his neck, right? Because he he finished the match, and he he could barely move. He's like... He had to crawl in there they had to go home early i think like benoit hits uh jericho with a superplex in the ring and then austin kind of just crawls in and covers them as like a weird finish to it but everybody's injured in the show. and then the and it was a weird build to it too because this is we're in austin's heel run and nope, nobody wants to boo austin and he's supposed to be the heel here, and Jericho and Benoit are supposed to be the babyfaces. So it's just a weird dynamic going on. But that's that. That's the bad of the show. Lots of good. Fucking Shane McMahon versus Kurt Angle. Need I say more? <clears throat> and then you have you know the King of the Ring tournament. So we have the final four of the tournament. Edge, Christian, Rhino, Kurt Angle. Team Wreck. All real-life friends. And just great chemistry between all those guys. And they had a great story of Edge and Christian kind of teasing tension. You have a Rhino in there as kind of the X Factor who has been red-hot with all this hardcore title stuff. And you have Kurt Angle trying to repeat from last year. And just great matches all around between all four of these guys. And... um culminating with edge winning shane mcmahon the the whole story with shane mcmahon costing kurt angle the match made sense because they had a match later kurt angle had three matches on this show and each one was great what what else was on this show just just for just for lulls here (laughs) jeff hardy versus x pac for the light heavyweight championship which is just a funny thought um i remember this match being okay nothing you know to write home about but um the Dudleys versus Kane and Spike Dudley. We'll just pretend that didn't happen. I think it was around the time where <laughs> the Dudleys did that spot where they like just chuck Spike Dudley like ten feet out of the ring, um, through a table. I think I don't know, but um, yeah, King of the Ring I think is A tier for sure because had the tournament, Shane McMahon versus Kurt. I think that alone gives it a. It's just a fun watch, dude. Like I, I watched I watched all these shows recently in, within the past year, but just a fun show to watch. Um, and you have DDP and the Undertaker, that whole shit. But we, we we don't talk about that. We don't. We, we don't talk about that shit on here. Um, <clears throat> and exactly, yeah, the Stanley Cup trophy with Edge. It just, it just all made sense. Invasion, man. <laughs> Invasion, I. So, it's, it was a perfect segue. I said King of the Ring was an easy, fun watch. The Invasion felt like I was being fucked the entire time I was watching this. Because, man, did this show drag on. And you know why it dragged on? Okay, I think we're back on. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's no matches built for it. And you had the main event, which was a 5-on-5 match, which I'll I'll even pull that up here. So you have Team WWF versus Team WCW-ECW, the inaugural brawl. Main event was pretty good, I remember. It had a good build, and it played out pretty well. I think this is probably what it should have been at Survivor Series 2001. (sighs) Yeah, the brawl and panties match. Oh, boy. Um... But, dude, Jeff Hardy versus RVD. Maybe the best match of 2001. I know that's saying a lot. Probably not the best, but it's definitely definitely top 10, maybe top 5. Just an incredible match between those guys. And you have RVD, who is fresh. He's, like, not at his peak yet. People are just starting to get to know him. But, man, he showed out on this show and Jeff Hardy who is new he, he hadn't had a lot of singles stuff at this point so it was just like it had no right being as good as it as it ended up being and um they stole the show they stole the show um but then look at the rest of this fucking card man <laughs> let's start from the beginning so you have Ed and Christian versus Lance Storm and Mike Awesome which on paper you're like oh that's fine it wasn't it was it, it was pretty plotting Earl Hebner versus Nick Patrick. You have the APA <laughs> versus Chuck Palumbo, Sean O'Hare. Again, with the APA, it's like, hey, let me Irish whip you a few times, give you some shoulder blocks, and then we'll go home. Um, Bill... Match of the night, Earl Hebner. It was, look, I had fun watching it, I'm going to be honest, but, like, that's just me. That's just me <laughs> in my shitty taste. Um, Raven versus William Regal. It wasn't a hardcore match, I don't think. I don't, I don't think it was. There was no, these are just random-ass matches that are happening just to fill the show. And I think they were doing the thing where they were, like, counting who won which match like how many matches did the wwf win how many matches did the they weren't calling it the alliance at this point i don't think yet there who how many matches did wcw ecw win they had like a little ticker and um it didn't there was no stakes like it didn't matter (laughs) it's not like if it would be something if it was like they had a stipulation that they had at survivor series which like the winner or or the loser had to disband and go out of business that'd be that'd be one thing but this is literally just bragging rights bullshit like it didn't matter and you have billy kidman versus x Pac, which i remember being a pretty solid match you have raven versus william regal which sucked You had this weird ass like look at the cocksucker names in, the, in this six man okay that was probably a bad phrasing chris canyon in it i didn't mean <clears throat> i canceled yet six man tag match we have chris canyon Hugh Morris, Sean Stay, we have meat. We have meat on this pay per view, everybody. Versus Albert, the one Billy Gunn, and Big Show, who was just fat and just had no place on the card. It just had, throw him out there. Let's see what happens with Hugh Morris. Four-minute match. Who gives a fuck? Tajiri versus Taz, which at one point was an awesome match in ECW, but a five-minute match in WWF was nothing. Yeah, had jumpsuit Taz out there. Um, Yeah, just not a lot. And like I said, in the context of the show as a whole, I remember watching it, and it was, it was a tough watch. It, I remember it was just tough to get through until the last th- the last three matches – or fun in their own ways. But the the, the show as a whole just wasn't good. Um, <clears throat> it's between C and D. I'm inclined to go... Oh, man. RVD versus Jeff Hardy might save it, though. Because that was very good. And the main event was fine. But then you have Survivor Series, which is really all anybody will ultimately remember because it was the same kind of deal right and yeah the, yeah closing out with Stone Cold turning on the WWF which is just stupid you know what we're going d because of that I think that's gonna push me to the to the edge there because yeah yeah <laughs> Austin joining the alliance which they would go on to call it which I think that spark makes the show d tier. Even though RVD versus Jeff Hardy was amazing, that is not enough to save it, in my opinion. Um, <clears throat> and it just wasn't good as No Way Out or Judgment Day. If we're talking about the show as a whole, SummerSlam. I enjoyed SummerSlam. I remember enjoying SummerSlam. We had another, we had a rematch between Jeff Hardy and RVD, in a ladder match, which was great. Um, Austin versus Kurt Angle which was a match that I don't remember. So this we're get, kind of getting to the era where I wasn't really watching as a child because anybody that has um, followed my podcast, you would know that um, I so okay, so I, I got in a fight with a kid down the street. I, I threw my bike helmet at them, broke the bike. The, the helmet hit the, the, the road. The, the, it was just a shitty bike helmet. it broke. But my parents found out about it and they were like, Well, you're getting all this aggression from this goddamn wrestling you're watching. You're banned from watching wrestling for six months. And I was like, Well fuck me then, I guess. So this is like the era where I wasn't watching. But I just recently watched SummerSlam for the first time, and I, I remember enjoying it. And Kurt Angle versus Stone Cold, I think if we're just talking about pure just one on one singles match. Probably the best match Stone Cold has ever had in his career. Maybe it's hard to put it over his matches with The Rock. Especially at X7 and even at WrestleMania 19. But man, it's up there. Even Kurt Angle, I would say it's up there in his matches in his career. And that's saying a lot. Just an amazing match between those guys. It had a shitty finish which brings it down a a tier. I think. That's probably why it isn't talked about as much but they, those guys had tremendous chemistry and they have a few more matches in, in the, to, to wrap up the year and they're all at least good. So for those two matches RVD Jeff Hardy and Austin angle that's um those are two big marks for this show. uh what else what else we got? I remember Booker T versus uh, rock closed out this show and I remember it being kind of underwhelming i don't know if their chemistry just wasn't there they had chemistry on the mic but in the ring i don't know if it was i don't know if it was that 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 wcw style maybe that booker t had trouble transitioning um come on ddp and canyon versus kane and undertaker a squash match of squash matches just happened to be in a cage (laughs) it was um it was just weird and it just encapsulates the entire issue with the invasion is that you, you got you, you give these WCW guys a spotlight, but you just make them look like jokes, and that's that's what this cage match was. Um Rhino versus Jericho, I remember being okay. Um Tajiri versus X Pac, same deal. Let's see, we have a six man tag, Spike Dudley versus APA versus uh, Dudley's and test. Don't remember. You know what? I do actually remember this being kind of fun. I remember Tess just came in at one point and just killed everybody. I think he like threw Spike Dudley like from the turnbuckle, like through the announce table or some shit. So that was actually f- better than it deserved to be. And then you have Lance Storm versus Edge opening the show for the IC title, which is fun. Um so yeah, SummerSlam was a damn good show, in my opinion. A damn good show. Definitely A. I'm hesitating because. Is Backlash as good as SummerSlam? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Kinda had kind of in a different way, I think. But I think it's about as good. I was I was debating if I should shift Backlash down, but um no, nah, I think I'll keep it. I'll keep it for now. Um Yeah, it's a shame Lance Storm didn't really amount to much after this, though, because this is pretty much as uh not pretty much. It was definitely his peak in the company opening a major show as champion against Edge. Um, but he had a good little match here. So uh Unforgiven. hoof Unforgiven. I'm I'm like racking my brain trying to remember what happened there. So this is the show. Is this Pittsburgh? Yep. So this is the show where uh, Kurt Angle won the title in his hometown. I think that's pretty much what people think about when they think of Unforgiven 2001. And, um... The match itself actually wasn't that great. As far as... I just talked about Kurt Angle and Stone Cold and their chemistry. If we, we, you know, if we're ranking all their matches they had, the Unforgiven one's probably at the bottom. It wasn't bad, but it just... It wasn't that great. Um... You had the moment at the end with Kurt Angle winning. And this is right after September 11th. So, the American hero beating the the dastardly heel right here. (coughs) Winning the title. (coughs) So, but, um, so that was a good moment to close out the show. Yeah. Chronic, man. (laughs) Man, I almost like Look, if you're watching this show live, you're like, "Wow, this is the drizzling shit." But it was almost just fun to watch these guys try to wrestle. <laughs> the, the Kane and Taker versus Chronic was just, I, I, it, it, it tickled my cockles watching this shit. Um, so it's almost, it's almost a, a thumbs up rather than a thumbs down for me. Um, Jericho versus RVD was tremendous, a really good match. For anybody, if, if, you've never, if you've never seen that match, go back and watch that. Um, Tajiri versus Rhino was like a fucking, doesn't have the times up here, but I remember it being like bizarrely short. Another match that would have been awesome and probably, um, did it occur in ECW? I'm not sure if that, my timeline, if they overlapped, but would have been awesome in ECW, but it was not here. Um, the US title. Man, the WCW US title. Uh, the coveted lots of title matches by the way in this <laughs> because they had fucking 20 of them Um, and then you know rock versus Booker T and Shane McMahon I've never been a fan of handicap matches for a single title like what you're gonna win it and you are gonna split the belt in half like progress but then their tag team titles you're gonna make a cut down the middle and then bring them together like no, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's stupid. I mean, this match more than I thought I would. Rock versus Booker T and Shane McMahon was better than it had any right being. Maybe it's because Shane McMahon was there to make it entertaining. Um, so it was actually not a bad match there. Edge and Christian, another match. I've said this a lot, but another match that should have been awesome. And we'll see this with the Hardys too later in the year. Um, this is just a singles match, right? Yeah, this is their first match, which is a really good match, but I remember the crowd not being super into it, which is – don't know why. Maybe they just didn't know who to cheer, who to boo. Um, was this the, the, the debut of Christian's heel theme? Christian! Yeah, that's that's some good shit. That might make it S tier to me. Um, <laughs> Perry, Sa- Perry Saturn versus Raven. This is Moppy era, right? And you have the four-way tag team title match in the beginning, which I remember uh, was fine. Not that great, though. I remember it just not gelling, you know. The, the chemistry was off in the opening match. It should have just been the Dudleys versus the Hardys, in my opinion. And you have weird teams like Lance Storm and Hurricane. Like, why? Um, so, looking at the show... There was, there was some good. Um like the middle part here. We had some good shit here. And then um the main event had a great moment to it. Um I think B. Maybe. Is it better than No Way Out and Judgment Day? I think it might mm. Yeah, I think it might be. I think it might be slightly better. I'd probably give it like a B minus if that was an option, but I think B, there wasn't that much that was terrible about it. And I'm, by the way, I look at Chronic as a good thing because <laughs> it was just hilarious. Um, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna go B on this one. Um, what's next? No mercy. No mercy. I think it's the next year they, de- they debut that theme song. No mercy on your soul. Whatever that little deal is. Um. So we have... Uh, what happened on this show? I'll we had Kurt Angle versus Austin again, I think. Oh, no, this is the triple threat match with RVD thrown in there. With Austin and Kurt, right? Yeah, that match didn't really stick with me. I don't remember it being particularly bad, but it was just kind of whatever. And it, to me, it kind of halted the momentum of RVD because he had you had him take the pin at the end. It just kind of out of nowhere finish. Um, you had like the McMahon's getting involved as per usual in this era, but I remember it being particularly like grotesque at this point you had Rock versus Jericho which was a pretty good match but just a shitty finish with Stephanie McMahon getting involved you have Jericho's crowning moment kind of tainted by that the crowd wasn't as into it as they should have been Booker T versus Undertaker was basically a squash just again WCW guys getting uh I don't know paying their dues is that what they're doing here um it was what the hell is going on with this tag match tajiri and big show <laughs> um one guy's small one guy's big how are they gonna coexist fuck man they did it with spike and Kane. like it was just their thing they did um yeah vince smashed uh austin open with a chair shot that was man he hit him like in the back of the head right yeah old old, old bionic redneck you're just gonna smash him with a steel chair in the back of the neck good call vince oh did you hear that crack um test versus kane underrated I yeah i think test uh test had some good showings in this year he never really caught fire but he had little spurts of of greatness sprinkled throughout um kind of through his whole career really um, uh, but just never really caught and stuck with me, you know, a lingerie match, a lingerie match, Stacy Keebler and Tori Wilson. I remember this, you know, what I remember about this match. I remember watching this match and being like, wow, these two were actually wrestling, <laughs> like i thought they were gonna do the whole the whole wrestlemania 19 thing or they just have like a bed with pillows and they're just gonna hit each other and then the feathers are gonna be flying everywhere and then they're just gonna kiss at the or whatever whatever they did but it was like a wrestling match but they just happened to be wearing lingerie i was like why um as if like just normal wrestling attire isn't skimpy enough you know what i'm saying um Ed and Christian fighting for the Intercontinental title in a ladder match. You see that on paper, especially if you're living in the moment of 2001, and you're like, wow, this is going to be match of the year. Easy. And while I I enjoyed it, the crowd was not into it. And it was a very slow-paced ladder match. But in my opinion, that slow pace made all of the high spots mean something so whenever you know somebody would fall off the ladder or get hit with a ladder the crowd popped hard and i think that's a, a testament to how well it the match was uh built how it kind of built on itself and then you had the uh, incredible finish where you have like two ladders set up in the middle you have christian lane prone face down on top of both ladders and then you have edge hit the concerto he slides a chair under Christian's head, who's laying on top of the ladder. Takes a second chair, concerto on the Christian, which is how this whole feud started, and this is how it ended. On top of a ladder, in a match that pretty much made both these guys. It was just the story to it all was great, but for whatever reason, the crowd wasn't as into it as uh as I thought they would be. And Maybe that's why this match doesn't get talked about a lot. Um, but the whole feud kind of between these two guys the whole feud felt rushed it's also smack dab in the middle of the invasion so it kind of got muddied amongst all that stuff still kind of fresh off of 9-11 too which is another factor so lots of reasons why that feud doesn't get talked about in my opinion um have yeah, this opening tag match which i don't remember the wcw tag team titles are on the line and you have the hardys involved and Mighty Molly, which is... Hurricane and Mighty Molly were a fun act at this point, for sure, but don't really remember a whole lot about this opening match, honestly. Um, So, looking at this whole show, um, Edge and Christian was fun. Jericho and Rock was okay with a shitty finish. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, test <laughs> testicles. Um, I think C. I think it was better. It was definitely better than invade than invasion. Um, I almost feel like it was better than Judgment Day. Do I put Judgment Day in D? I think I might shift Judgment Day to D. Because I feel like. No Mercy was definitely better. I, th- I think that's what we're going to go with. I think that's the move. All right. What do we have next? Survivor Series. The culmination of the invasion angle. Survivor Series 2001. I thought it was a pretty good show. I think the main event. Alliance versus Team WWF was great. Um, but you think Invasion C? I'm, I'm I'm gonna stick with D for now. I still think as a whole, it's as good as no mercy or no way out, in my opinion. But um, yeah, Survivor Series, the main event was great. You know, we can we can all we all have our criticisms on the and the angle as a whole. And the and the players that involved i mean let's just look at it man you have team wwf versus team alliance look at team alliance here steve austin shane mcmahon kurt angle representing the team of the wwf or the team of wcw and ecw that's that's all you need to all you need to know no ddp no uh no Lance Storm, no guys you could have built. You know your Sean O'Hares, your Chuck Putnam, none of that. Not even like a like a Jericho who would have made sense to come over or Big Show. You know former WCW guys that you could have brought over if you wanted to, but nope, we have those guys on the side of WWF, which I, I guess makes sense in the in the way of like okay, they they were in WCW, they didn't like their experience there. Um but i don't know man the players involved involved didn't make sense but the match was awesome i remember this match being awesome here um <clears throat> this women's match right here was actually pretty good especially for the era you had the debut of jazz and you have people like molly and lita and trish and jacqueline and ivory the best of this era like look at look at these names here this is by far the best of this era as far as women go. Um so that was even that was was pretty solid. You have the battle royal, which I'll put it, I'll put it to you guys this way. I had Just Incredible on my episode where I reviewed this show, which by the way, if you're if you're just tuning in, I review all of these shows in long form. Click the link in the description if you're interested in that. But I had Justin Credible on as a guest to review this show. He's in this Battle Royal. He doesn't even fucking remember it. <laughs> if that tells you anything about the quality of this match, um, Hardy's versus Dudley's in a steel cage. Fun, fun match. I loved it. Um, Edge versus Test. I remember that match being pretty good, actually. Um, and you have all the titles being unified, which is another plus. So now we're getting rid of all this, these junk titles that we're just throwing around willy nilly. Um, Tajiri versus William Regal was probably another short ass match. Christian versus El Snow, which is just a random ass match to open the show, but it was solid. It was fine. Um. So yeah, I'm looking at this show as a whole. Yeah, some good. Yeah, the main event, like I said, it was great. The women was about as good as you're gonna get from the women in this era. Dudley's versus Hardy's was a great match. So some good stuff on here. Nothing outright bad, really. Other than maybe the battle royal. Um, I think B. I think Survivor Series is B. Because nothing was really like. I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and say B, because as as a, as a as a whole, other than the main event, not a lot that just kind of jumped off the page to me, <clears throat> but it was solid throughout. So I'm gonna go B. Vengeance, 2001. So now, as I am uh, live here, I have not uh, dropped this episode yet, but it will be coming uh, later this month but I have watched this show. I watched it a few days ago actually. And um I had no idea what to expect cuz like I said I wasn't watching in this per- in this period and this is after the invasion which is like an like a, in between the invasion and ruthless aggression era is like I don't really know what happens there. Um so I didn't know what to expect. I, I, obviously other than the main event and what we all kind of associate the show with and uh and Jericho walking out as the first ever undisputed champion beating Austin and Rock in the same night. You have you, heard it before. Um but outside of that, I thought it was actually a pretty fun show. Um for the most part. What do we got here. I remember the first thing I think of is RVD versus Taker, which is fun as hell. Rob Van Dam versus Undertaker in a hardcore title match. I thought it was it was a super fun match. Um as the beginning of heal Undertaker as well um but what else you have this opening match here which is like you have the hip-hop Hippo and Scotty too Hotty versus Christian and uh test kind of planting seeds for the uh, un americans it was a it was like a it was a really fun opener but it was just an opener Matt Riddy what's up buddy um Yeah, the opening match is fine, but it was, like, didn't matter. (laughs) It was pretty pointless. Uh, Edge versus Regal is a match that sounds like it should be a tremendous technical masterclass, but it was just kind of boring, honestly. Then you have this period where Regal is, like, using uh, brass knucks like that. Okay, there we go. Um, So Regal is kind of, like, fresh off of his, like, commissioner role. And uh, now we're trying to build them up to be like a serious competitor. It's like kind of a weird transition there. Um, man, And I- I'm going to talk about this on- in long form here in the next week or two uh, when I drop this review. But Matt Hardy versus Jeff Hardy. <laughs> what the fuck happened here, dude? Because like, man, I was a Hardy Boys mark. Hardy Boys were everything to me, dude and this match should have been just like emotionally like i i should be i should be drawn in by this but this is what these this is what these two guys did they went out there and tried to have a technical wrestling match which is not what people liked the Hardys for and yeah i agree wrestlemania 25 they had a a pretty good match i think it was like an, an extreme rules match right that's what people wanted They wanted the high spots. They wanted the the spectacle. But in this match here, Avengers 2001, they just had a wrestling match, and nobody gave a fuck. Also, the fact that nobody really, both Jeff and Matt were kind of being dicks. (laughs) Because you have Jeff cost them the match at Survivor Series by jumping off the cage and missing with a swanton. Then you have Matt Hardy, who is definitely positioned as the heel here, He's he's abusing Lita. He's you know saying that he's the better Hardy. He's 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 being the heel here. So nobody was really giving you any reason to cheer for them or boo them really. So it was a very cold match, awkward match, and they, it's weird that they didn't have chemistry. Maybe they just tried too hard. Maybe they were just in their heads too much. Like, oh, I'm facing my brother. It's got to be amazing. Like, maybe there's too much pressure. Maybe it's because, you know, these guys haven't had that many singles matches, big-time singles matches in their careers yet. A lot of factors at play here, but the Hardy match was not, not good. Um. Dudley's, Dudley's versus Kane and Big Show was actually fine, but um, that's just what it was. It was fine. Um, Trish versus Jacqueline was abysmal. <laughs> Trish was very green. Um, I guess that's what Jacqueline's there to do is try to help her, but it just, it wasn't enough in this case. Very awkward match here. And then you have the the three matches to close out the show. Um, Austin versus Angle, like I mentioned earlier, always had great chemistry. And this is again, one of their better matches here at Ven- Vengeance 2001, which it's it's all included in, in in this kind of bracket style deal here, so people don't probably talk about this a lot because it's it's intertwined in the whole Jericho walking out as the double champion. But Kurt Angle versus Steve Austin was a damn good match at Vengeance 2001, as was Rock versus Jericho. Two really good matches, and then you have the show, man you always hear about how Jericho becoming champion here was like kind of muddied with all the interference, but man, it it doesn't do it justice until you actually watch it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like, man, you have Vince McMahon getting involved. You have Nick Patrick, the crooked referee, you have booker t getting involved at the end you also have kurt angle and rock coming back and attacking each guy and then attacking each other it was a mess dude and then uh but jericho walks out undisputed champion but as we all look back in hindsight really just a transitional champion and really just they didn't capitalize on it they didn't capitalize on jericho winning here um pretty forgettable reign that he had as undisputed champion but i, I, I can applaud them for going kind of because if you look at those four guys rock austin angle jericho jericho probably wasn't the people person that people were expecting to walk out so i applaud them for the uh the unpredictability factor of this um but then looking at the show as a whole right for ranking this loved rvd taker I'll say I loved – I really liked Angle versus Austin. Otherwise, not a lot. And the fact that the Hardy match was as shitty as it was kind of bumps it down to me too. Um, let's see here. Um, I might go see on this one. Yeah, I think I'm going to go see because, like, um, <laughs> thank you, Matthew. Um, yeah, there's, there's nothing really just jumps out at me other than the hardcore title match, but nothing other than the Hardy match was outwardly bad. Even the Hardy, it, bad maybe is being harsh, but the crowd just wasn't into it and it, it, it should have been a lot better. I think, I think C is fair. No, no. What do you think, Ritter? What do you think? What do you think of this list? Huh? What do you think? What, th- what do you, think this list that daddy made here? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that, uh, I don't think that definitely covers it. Cause that's all the pay-per-views. Um, like if I, if I included rebellion and insurrection, I don't even really remember. Rebellion actually was pretty fun because you had Edge and Christian in a cage. You had Rock versus Austin, but again, it's just not canon, so I didn't want to, didn't want to include those. But uh, man, 2001 was look. The, the, these rankings are graded against the 2001 scale, and like if if we just had pay per views, let's say like pay per views of the 2000s, right? All of these shows would probably be in the top two tiers. Like, 2001 was a great year for WWF pay-per-views. So while you have some D and C stuff at the bottom, they still rank above as some of the better shows that ever happened. So um, 2001 was a fun year, man. It was like, like I said earlier, is my peak wrestling fandom here. Um, Especially, you know, WrestleMania. You start off with Rumble, which is my favorite Rumble like I mentioned, and then you have the Invasion kind of muddying things up. I get it, but um even despite that, there was some really good stuff this year. And um yeah. It was just it was just a year where you can like segment each show. Like you remember you remember the sets, you remember what happened, you remember the theme songs. It was just it, it was it was peak wrestling at this point. And uh yeah, loved it, loved it. But um, and like I said, if uh, if you're just stumbling upon this after the fact, I have uh, reviewed all of these shows in long form. Uh, you can go to Apronbump.com or click the link in the description if you want more of that. Um, and I do several different timelines here. Oh, let me let me do this deal. I'll oh, keep it there. Um, do several different timelines: WCW, ECW, TNA. Ring of Honor, Progress. And I think I'm going to continue doing this kind of thing whenever I finish out a year. Um, so like like here, I, I finished out 2001. I think Royal Rumble is actually my first retro pay-per-view review I did. I've done each one. And Vengeance will be coming out later this month. Um, so yeah, whenever I finish out a year, I think I'll continue to do these. I think the next one that I finish, if I'm th- if I'm remembering correctly, might be Ring of Honor of 2002. So that might be the next one. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that's all daddy has for you today. Um, let me do it. I'm going to do it again. Blue skidoo weekend too. Ooh. Okay. Um, thank you guys, uh, for anybody that kind of stumbled through the chat or anybody that's watching after the fact, thank you for, uh, giving this a gander, um, doing a little something different this week. Uh, won't be a traditional, uh, episode this week but next week we'll be back to our regularly reg, regularly scheduled programming um probably we'll release this audio version of this tomorrow um yeah apronbump.com for all my uh full episodes follow me on the soch down here most little gimmick here boom 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 and uh yeah that's all daddy has for you guys tonight thank you guys once again for joining and I am hard. you you It's